Kayanos, Kayanos, fresh tongues, Kayanos, fresh tongues. A new depth, a new fountain, a new depth, a new fountain, Kayanos. Sochima, I apologize for all the things that I've done to you. Because when you came here, you were looking fresh and young. And so, that thing they spoke about David, he was ruddy. I almost thought you would die. Stand up. Let them see you. Stand up. But you have now become a man. You have even become darker in complexion. <laughs> Sent him to us, but he didn't know anything. He was, and he was going... But for the past few months, he has learned by force the rudiments of ministry. Is it not true? Mm -hmm. A lot of things came. Now I know that you are convinced. You know, there are things you'll be doing is because you are doing it because you like me or because God, you like the things of God or because you, you like people going. But now he is convinced because he has left some critical things to follow Jesus. In fact, there was one that happened, and I could have intervened, but I said, let me not play God, because many times some, some, some of us can have a weakness, and one of the weaknesses is that we don't like people to suffer when we can do something about it. So sometimes you can remove people from process by solving their need that God is not solving. There are things God allows you to suffer. Anybody that saves you from it is not God's friend. Is not your friend. You have to learn it. Sometimes we make that mistake. And when you make that mistake, you pay for it. Yes. You pay for it. You can look at somebody and say, I, this person is suffering. No? The person is actually suffering and passing through things. You now say, let me help this person. And then you pay for the person's accommodation. That will make the person to backslide because suddenly the person will remove eye from what he was pursuing in the beginning and begin to think about, oh, so money for accommodation can come very fast. Let me pursue these people. Let, 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 them, let them start business for me. Meanwhile, the reason why you came in the beginning is for ministry. Are you following it now? So the person that helped you that we need to go back to God and ask him for forgiveness even if I'm the one that's the dilemma that's why you need to pray before you give sometimes before you help you is that they want to solve everything there are people that are carrying curses like you don't know that there is a genuine man of God that the sister went and damaged his ministry or damaged his life somewhere and now, after two years, the person cannot conceive or cannot marry or cannot move forward. He will come and meet you and cry and even be praying with us. Go, 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 go. You look at the sister like this and have pity on her. How many of you are? Because you don't know the information behind. But all the time, when you want to pray, your hand will bounce back. It happens to me. Sometimes I will feel as if I'm weak. Am I wicked? Why can't I help this person? But there is this person. But there is something resisting me. There is something behind. Are you getting the point? Yes. 
and until the person sorts that thing out that's why you cannot joke with the prophetic ministry you can't there is nothing there is not much help you can offer to somebody without an unveiling so if you're a man of god don't waste and when you can't solve those people's problem they will say this one is not anointed no problem so if we can't solve your case we are not anointed there are if there are seven people and five their problem is solved and one is a thief and the other one if you solve his problem he will miss heaven there are cases like that hezekiah is it not true hezekiah it was better that he actually died that's a fact there are good things that if people want there are things that are bad if people want to prevent you from suffering it they are your enemy Matthew, Matthew chapter 18 16 Jesus was going to the cross and Peter looked at him and said you can't die you. anyway if you look at that case you will think that Peter was telling him you can't die because he loves him so much it's not true if it was true why would Jesus be asking him later do you love me more than this so there were things that Peter loved and not just him many of the high ranking apostles that time and that challenge has not ended till today eh? that's why sometimes when you criticize the church you have to be more lenient because there is nothing that is, hap that is happening in the church that has not happened before including in the apostolic age shocking is it not true if you sit down to consider the fact that Peter and Paul actually confronted each other. Like, I know you read it and pass, you, hold, you make it look too holy. No. It was literal confrontation. And nobody died. God did not take anybody's ministry. Now, just because they confronted, didn't mean that Paul's ministry ended or Peter's ministry ended. In fact, later, later, Peter came out and said that Paul had a special ministry. Paul was also speaking about Peter too. That's how it happens. So just because, are you getting what I'm saying? You know sometimes because in the body of Christ when one or two things are adjusted, people say uh, there, there is no love. In fact, for the fact that you kept quiet when evil is going on is, is a proof that you don't have love. Now, of course, there is a manner through which you do things. That is another thing. So, there is a possession you will have before you can do things. That is another thing. But that doesn't negate the fact that it shouldn't be done. In fact, instead of something that is wrong not to be spoken about, it is even better to speak it in a wrong way. I'm not the one saying it. It's in your Bible. Paul said, things that is in the Bible is strange. Paul said, let the gospel be preached though. whether it's by envy or by anything let it still let it be preached are you getting the point then let our now adjust but instead of for me to feel good the way so that you talk to me the way i want and then they will not speak about let them speak first then let we now talk about how you now spoke are you following me now the bible said that paul and barnabas had a sharp jesus christ these are friends like they, they are the best friends they had a sharp 
fact, Barnabas and Paul's own was even worse. Paul was a contentious human being. Huh? Yet, he is the most significant person in the New Testament. Actually, Paul. But he's very contentious. Remove your eye. Forget you are a, a, a Christian. Take the epistles of Paul and read it as a novel. You'll be wondering who is this guy. You will never be happy with him. Read that thing as if they are talking to you. Tell me the one you are happy with. None. The man even said, if I come and meet you, I will change face for you. Literally, that's what he said in the Bible. Is it not true? I said, I, I, I noticed that you people, if I write a letter to you, you will just be doing anyhow. If I come, I will change. Tell me the one you want so that I will know the face I will come with. Is it not in your Bible? Without Barnabas, Paul is in, in fact, the scripture made us to understand that after Paul was born again and many things, when they told other believers that him that persecuted the church is now one of us, they are still running away. Nobody believed. It took Barnabas to bring him by the hand. So Barnabas must be a respected personality amongst the church of the day. He is such a Ziyama. There is no proper English word to capture this one. Yet. There is, but I'm searching. He bore good witness, testimony about the, the man. So even if you would have doubted Paul, you can't doubt Barnabas. Yes. Our brother went for youth service in Abuja. Went there. You know, you know our normal way. He was doing things as if he is normal, as if he is normal, as if he is normal. Until they gave him mic to teach. When he finished fire fair, people met him and said, Are you connected to Apostle Eduha? Meanwhile, in this place, the guy, hey, we are considering to put him in training. He has not entered. He wrote for application. We are considering his application. <laughs> so that's it. Did you know that later, later in ministry, the same John Mark that was the reason why they splitted, Paul finally took John Mark again. Huh. Sit down and read the book of First Corinthians. Hmm? Some of the things happening there has not yet happened even amongst us yet. An example is a man went and collected his father's wife and was sleeping with them and he's a member of the church. Hello? Is in your Bible, New, Te New Testament. Things are there. So after me, things are there. In your New Testament, people do orapo. This is what is orapo. You know, like we are in revival hub like this, and people find out that I'm from Newina, and Newi people will now gather and form a group in revival hub. So they are the superior group, the people from Newi or 
the Igbo people will now form a group of higher ranking people. Are you getting it? They will make you to know. In fact, it became so bad. That was the fight that Paul had in the book of Galatians. It became so bad that they were forcing the other people that were born again to be circumcised physically. If you were circumcised naturally as a Jew, that is not the basis of being a follower of Christ. Are you following me now? Now, we cannot, for a Jew, we cannot undo what has already been done naturally. But you cannot force a Gentile that doesn't need that thing as a basis of being a believer to suffer the same circumcision. So that was the whole question Paul was asking in the book of Galatians. In fact, the Bible said that at some point, these people, they are powerful. The Jerusalem, it was a castle. These are men, men, when they appeared. Even Peter himself, that used to side the Gentiles, didn't know when he turned and joined so that there would be no problem. You didn't understand what I said. I said that Peter was doing eye service. That's, let's say it the way it is. That Peter accepted that you are a man of God. In the secret, he talks well about you. But when he comes in the open, he follows his, or his brothers. Let me say it the best way. Let's say it the way it is. We will not die. It will help us to understand the Bible. Peter is tribalistic. Simple. That's what he is. In fact, for the fact that he denied his converts, he is almost like a bygone. Almost. He didn't start today. My whole point is that he didn't what? Start today. It has. But over time, the church began to mature. Over time, it began to mature. Thank God for the ministry of John. Sometimes if you want to read the Bible justice, just read it like this and capture all the message. By the time we get to the book of Revelation, John was doing correctional facilities. Amen. So, these things are scriptural. If not, there will be trouble. If Paul was willing to part with Barnabas, that's a serious thing. But in fact, Paul, Paul was moving around and telling his sons, the people that did him wrong, serious thing. Say, look at Alexander the Copper Smith. He did me wrong. If you see him escape. In your Bible, in your Bible. That means it's not everybody you should embrace. It's common sense. He's trying to say that if you know that somebody did me wrong so much and you know it, more so if I spoke about it to your hearing, you should separate yourself from that person. The minimum you can do. Is in your Bible. Because when you embrace the person, you are saying to me that what happened to me, I deserve it. <laughs> what happened to Paul? Not me. 
Hmm? So after me, what happened to Paul? We, we, are, we are still very young for anything to happen to us. Amen? And nothing will ever happen to us in Jesus' name. Even if you say amen, it won't, God will not answer it. This is the kind of prayer God will not answer. You must go to the oil press and wine press. I've been there many times. This one I'm saying is to remove my name from this thing. You can't run away from it. Like I've been pressed till I, I almost thought I would die. Many times for many years. Many times for many years. There's one one day, those early days I was married, when I finished, I came back. I went to the bed. I didn't even remove my clothes. I lay down on the bed. I lay down face down. My wife turned and was looking at me. You know, when you are newly married, she doesn't know how to address this situation. <laughs> she doesn't know whether to pray because she knows me, I pray, me, I fight. Whatever is hitting me like, what can she contribute now? How do we, how do we solve this? If somebody this heavy is struck down. Meanwhile, I finished a powerful service, but I was struck down. Of course, I carry it every day to come and minister. So it's normal. Uh, come and say it and then you leave your calling you're on your own everything that is happening to you is already in the bible is there is that not true then nobody asked after me nobody they asked after nobody in the bible there are people they didn't ask after paul said it nobody sent money to me i'm on the mission nobody sent money there are people paul said nobody sent money to me except one guy You, you are enjoying now. So, thank God your convictions are now tested. You now know, if I'm not there, you can follow Jesus. If I'm not there, you can follow what we are doing. So, it's not about me. can be seated. Hallelujah. Show me that my scripture in the book of Second Corinthians. Let me disavow myself from the things that this young man heaped upon me. Wherefore, let's read it together. One, two, ready, go. Uh huh. Let me tell you the challenges of let me tell you the trouble of praising human being. Once we praise human being, they will be taken to the cross straight. That's if God likes them. So it's not a good thing to praise somebody and say, my, my, my papa is this, my papa, you are sending me to the cross. Anytime you are doing that, you are sending me to go and die. Except there is no mercy on my life. Anytime they speak about it, even if it is good and correct, as long as is, are you getting what I'm saying? Every honor in this kingdom, true kingdom honor, comes from the cross. Is men that have died. So, are you following what I'm saying? You are not. <laughs> so, if I honor you now, even if it is correct, if there is mercy on your life, what will God do? He will send you to the cross. 
just to make sure you are preserved. Any honor that a man possessed and received, praises that you possessed, without it going to the cross, that Satan has hijacked you without you knowing. Are you getting the point? I know that maybe what I'm saying might not be too acceptable now or might not be popular. You know? Because we are coming from there was a time that men of God and people, the things of God was despised. Now, we are now honoring the things of God and men of God. That, that's the thing with human beings. Are you following me now? They have a tendency of pushing things beyond their exact spiritual reality. And that is why we go to the cross. Why do we go to the cross? Because the cross is the only instrument the cross is the only facility in heaven and on earth, under the earth, that have the ability to reduce you, Dr. Stella, to your exact reality before God. I follow you now. You wouldn't have known whom Jesus is, except he went to the cross. By the time Jesus went to the cross and came back, John was busy testifying that he is the one that lays his head on the shoulders of Jesus. But by the time Jesus went to the cross and came back. In the book of Revelations. Am I correct? John saw the same Jesus and fell like a dead man. The same Jesus. That means his, his appraisal, his apprehension of the reality of Jesus was far substandard. It was good. But it was not up to par. So once, if we praise you now, praise you, God will take you to to the cross. You know why it takes you to the cross? To make sure that there is nothing remaining except what has passed through the cross. And if he passed through the cross, he can't die again. It can't die again. The cross makes sure that listen, this is it. The cross ministers death from God's perspective. It is not really death per se. It is okay, let me explain it further. When we say death, you die to self. You die, you know, death from the positive point of view. There are two ways to see death. You can see death from the positive point of view and you can see death from the negative point of view. Now, what we mean by the positive point of view is when God is the one that is enforcing death and God enforces death by the ministry of the cross. And this is it. It is the Holy Ghost that holds the cross and ministers death. And this is what it means. Actually, what we call that is the life of God coming around and blowing upon you. When the life of God blows upon you, show me a scripture. That is, I want to use a scripture and show you something. First Peter chapter 1 verse 24. Let's see 23. Hi. I need to find the original scripture. Isaiah chapter 40 verse 6. Isaiah 40 verse 6. If you are there, say amen. amen. 
write it down. Write it down. So that you go back and check whether what I'm saying is true. Why is this TV not working? The voice said, what did the voice say? Cry. And he said, what shall I cry? And he said, what? All flesh is grass. Say after me, all flesh. So the emphasis here is all flesh is the flesh. We want to identify the potentials of this entity called flesh. Are you following me? But this guy speaking here, or who, the person speaking here said, what shall I cry? And the man told him, your cry is all flesh is grass. And all the goodliness thereof. Whatever you think is the goodliness. Whatever you think it is. Hmm? And the goodliness thereof is as the flower of what? The field. Next verse. The grass what? And the flower what? Because of what? Watch. So let me explain. The spirit, the ruach, the breath of God. <laughs> came upon it and then it dis disintegrated to his material. We find out that flesh is bogus. So I'm trying to show you what death is from the positive point of view. Are you following me now? Death from the positive point of view is the spirit of the, the ruach, the breath of heaven coming upon the flesh. That's death in the positive point of view. What did I say it is? Death from the positive point of view is the breath of God coming upon the flesh. And when it comes upon the flesh, it reduces it to grass. It withereth, it dies. So what God does is the Holy Spirit takes the realities that is captured in the cross when it blows upon you. If the spirit of the living God blows upon the flesh, what does he do? He dies. He withers. He becomes grass. So that is death from the positive point of view by the influence of the spirit of God, the ruach, the breath. When it comes upon anything that is fleshly, it will minister the realities of the cross to it and it dies. So what dies is what? The flesh. So death from the positive point of view is the breath of God coming upon the flesh so that it dies. Of course, there is death from the negative point of view. Amen. Amen. I think mostly what we know is death from. So sometimes people say, don't talk about death. Don't talk about death. Talking, death is not a bad thing. If not, Jesus will not be going to die. There is death in a positive light. Death that has the ability to separate you from anything that is not identifiable in Christ. That is a positive death. Are you following me now? So now, when we say death, now it doesn't mean that you will hurt yourself. From this, my explanation, when we say death now, it doesn't mean you will hurt yourself. It doesn't mean that you will answer a penance. I hope you know you can do penance and you have not died to the flesh. As I will come to it, let's assume you are fasting. You will have to angulate your heart in such a way that the ruach will come upon your flesh so that it will go down. Because it's possible that you can fast and still allow the flesh not to come under the influence of the breath of God and in such in, a, in that way the flesh can't go down it needs the Holy Ghost to come. The, once it comes upon it it goes down that's when you start making progress 
Because of this, it is possible to fast in the flesh. It is possible to pray in the flesh. Because the important thing about the whole matter is the presence and oppression of the living spirit. Especially the spirit that blows. Say after me, the spirit that blows. <laughs> Say it well. Say after me, the spirit that blows is the ruach. When it comes upon the it withers. You become weak in yourself. That's when you know you have started. When you fast to the point that you are too tired to be angry. Then the Holy Spirit has started helping you to fast. When you fast to the point that you are too tired to eat. Follow me, follow me. There are things God must achieve in your life. Don't operate, don't operate a fake Christian life. You see, believers have not really been taught on the exact dynamics of spiritual things. And that is why they handle it improperly. You, you ask some people, they say they have been praying, they have been but What should have been derived from it is missing. The reason is because we don't know how to manipulate our way around. We don't know how to handle spiritual things. So you can fast to collect a word. This guy can fast. After me, fasting machine. You can pray to collect a word. It didn't do anything for you. It didn't do anything for others. It didn't do anything. They just shall know that you can you can pray to collect a word. One guy chatted me on social media and threw a challenge to me. You have heard about the challenge. He said, Apostle, I'm calling you out to a challenge. Huh? He's challenging me. I think he said 20 hours or 4 days. Or he's challenging me to prayer competition. Let's know who we, who we fall first. Who we win. I told him, you have won me. This is the kind of things you need to lose and lose and lose again. This kind of thing, what? Lose. Make sure you tell God to help me to lose the wrong battles. You need to lose to actually win. These are the kind of things you need to lose. See, so you come and say, me, I will show you too that me, I can, I can fast too. I, can Let me, I will show you. You think you are the only one. I'm going to go to Nehwi myself too and collect it by myself. You are already down. You are already a Satan. You have been recruited as an agent, but you are not aware. Seriously. There are fireful agents of darkness. You don't know. Anointed agents. Firefully anointed agents of the, the devil, darkness. They need to be anointed so that they can confuse you. They need to be anointed and gifted so that they can confuse you. You can't confuse me. And that's why all of us have to go to the cross so that we we'll know who is who. Are you getting what I'm saying? Sometimes, so that we we'll know who is who. 
and then not just who we know what if you are with me so far say amen. amen so the scripture said henceforth know we no man after the flesh so I have to provide for you some few points the first point is that if they praise you so much especially on how spiritual and how powerful how anointed how good how nobody is like you in this world be sure that they are driving you to a painful place they are not doing you favor the the challenge with this is that there is also a requirement of honor and loyalty from you so how do you give the right measure not just the right measure right time not just the right time because there is a way you say something is only jesus that should take it that time so you know what it does it shifts people's attention from the revelation of christ to the revelation of a man at that point god will be offended now the problem with this is that he will not he will not just be offended with the person they spoke that spoke he will also be offended with the person that they spoke about because the person has become the object of idolatry I know I'm not supposed to preach on it, but it looks as if he affected me. <laughs> but let God be the only truthful one. Let's save ours. I'm saving myself. I have been on this journey long enough and I've seen how warfare's come that is unnecessary. Warfare that is unnecessary. As I you know how it will not happen. God will make sure that the wrong kind of people heard what you said. And then they will now say, who do this guy think he is? And they will bring warfare that God will not defend you from. That's how God takes you to the cross. Because when I say take you to the cross, you, will think, you think it's in the realm. No. It's something will happen that will pain you so much that you will run away when you see people trying to praise you like that. Because you know that they are not helping you. Are you following me now? Yeah. Uh, maybe you went for a meeting. They will tell you, I post all of them will lie down on the ground. Me too, I will lie down. What's big about me lying down now? What's spe- what special about me? Nothing. Are you seeing it now? But you that said it, you are safe. The reason why I want, I needed to put some things in place is because of the voice that God has given us so that people will not copy the wrong thing. And because all of us are learning so that this will be an opportunity for another person to learn. Eh? And finally, to save my head. Because if you say that I'm, I'm the Jesus of my generation, I'm the Elijah of my generation, you are safe. Because you can probably be right. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying you are wrong per se in the things you say. But shall know that anyone you say wrong or right, there is warfare coming for it. There is a cross coming for it. Anyway, there are some of them we can't run away. Are you getting the point? In some of those ones, if you if you call me, I will not deny. I will just take the pain.
Many years ago, somebody met, somebody was talking. I thought the guy was a friend, though. I didn't know. <laughs> I've learned things in this, my journey. One of the things you learn in the... Because when I started, I am one of the... Kelafal. Huh? Huh? Kelafibong. Some just As you are seeing me, this is how I am. I don't know. I, you know, it was when I started getting to some high place in ministry. I need, I, and I found out you need to be sophisticated. You need to, there are some things you need to do. I don't know how to do it. I just found myself here. Are you getting the point? So I was very raw and rugged. There are things, is, as you are seeing it, that's how I'm saying, that's how it is. So if you are my friend like this and you have something on you. I say you have something on If you tell me I remove, I didn't know that. That was not how. So I suffered brutally. There is a guy that carried vengeance in his heart for me for many years. What was the challenge? He sinned. I told him to his face that he sinned. Why will I be telling people at the back that somebody, when I can, what will you do to me? I just told him, bro. What you did is wrong. The guy got offended. Well, he didn't tell me because he smiled. <laughs> yes, the people, people are more. You know, when people, when you tell people something, they didn't say anything. They smile. It's not. It's not the Christian character at work. Listen to me. Listen. I learned terribly. That people just know how to manage situations. It's not the Holy Spirit that is at work. They are not gentle. They are not humble. They are not self-control. They are managers. They are masters of the act. That act of emotional intelligence. They know what to do. It's not because they want to be humble. They just know that if they show you what is in their heart, they have given you advantage. <laughs> Is dark arts. So they are not humble. That they didn't talk back didn't mean that they will not talk. When they will talk, you will hear them. And they know where to talk and who to speak to. Is dark arts. Is not. Are you getting what I'm saying? Is not the Holy Spirit at work. You have to know it on time. I didn't know I suffered. Almost lost my ministry. I didn't know. I thought. I didn't know I was talking to. So what happened is that. I'm telling you that there are some things, there are some honors that God placed for you. If you can't do anything about it. That's a fact. If there is a suffering, bear it. So what's the one? So the guy came one day. He got to know that there was a peril that I was passing through. <laughs> I don't know how he got to know. There are people that he's searching for news about bad things that will happen to you. May God disappoint them in Jesus' name. It came, came on and off now. So, the guy now called me, said many things, said many things. He said that the guy that called him, the guy that he was speaking to said that their, their problem with me is that I'm answering apostle. That their problem with me is that I'm answering apostle. So, what they want me to do is to deny my apostleship. 
I said, instead of me to deny it, let me suffer. I didn't even go for it. I, I found my... You see, on we find the buy in a pawn at Arachi. What did I call it? Tell her what it means. You need to be told. On <laughs> Atarachi, you can't do anything about this. This realm now is beyond me. If you have your own account, the way you are intelligent, I'm not sure it's, so, it's because of so much book. It's the book you are reading revealed your intelligence. It was not the book that made you intelligent. Is it not true? The book revealed that he's very intelligent. Very intelligent guy. It's not the book that made you intelligent. The book reveals what? Your intelligence. That's why you can go to school and school. Your, the book, what you studied in school might not successfully reveal your intelligence. Until you start doing another thing. And people will now find out how intelligent you were. That means that thing you were studying before. Though you were intelligent, lacks the ability to reveal your intelligence until you start doing another thing. Are you following me now? So what's the problem now? There is an honor. The Bible said no man takes this honor upon himself except him that is what? Called of God. Moses, I know you don't believe it, but God called me. God from heaven called me. He didn't just call me, he anointed me. The anointing I'm talking is not the anointing to do ministry. There are several things anointing means. Anointing in this context is the confirmment of authority to operate my calling. When you hear that Jesus was anointed, it's not anointing to do miracles per se. It is a confirmment of authority to operate his ministry. That's why the word Christ is anointed. Christos is what? Anointed. It means the authority holder to administrate God's possibilities. So you need to be in a position. It, it takes, it is the anointed. The anointed is not the one that manifests anointed. The anointed is the one that carries authority to operate a calling. That's fundamentally what it is. Are you following me now? Christos. In that case, you have to bend down and suffer. Like Jesus. Is it not true? Satan came and asked him, um, Are they passed somewhere? Emeka Bright told me that you are the son of God. Have you not said that Jesus is the son of God before? I heard Emeka Bright say that you are the son of God. Though. So, I'm now here to check. Are you actually the son of God? You know, when you ask Jesus such questions, Kai, indeed, Jesus is a master. Sometimes, leave Revelation, study the person of Jesus. When you ask him the question, did you notice that there are many questions that Pilate asked him? I was thinking that he would deny. He didn't deny it. They asked him, are you the king of the Jews? The, the reason why they want to kill you, they said you are the king of, are you the king of the Jews? Why are you saying, what, are you saying that you are the person? Are you saying that you are the one in charge in, in Eastern? Are you saying that God gave? Are you saying who are you saying? Tom, if you, you are the one that said I'm not the one. Tom, I did not say I'm just doing my own. <laughs> are you getting there is a way it works. 
if you are the one that is there, if you are the one that it is given to, there are some things only you can do. If you are not there, it won't work. It won't work. So Jesus didn't need to say yes or no to prove anything. After all, he has been living for 33 and a half years, proving the same thing by his life. When John sent and asked him, are you the one that is to come or should we look for another? Jesus did not bother to say, I am the one or I am not the one. He began to tell him about this. In case you are lettered in spiritual things, you should have known that the person that have the ability to do this with ease is only this kind of person. So if, are you getting it? This kind of thing accrues to this kind of office. This is the kind of person. So if you see somebody doing this and you ask, and you ask, in fact, in the case of John, he is the person that said that this guy is this. Oh. But after some time, for some reason, he said that this guy is no more this. He went and asked the guy, are you the one? Jesus said, Tough. how can you be on saying what you have said? But in case you don't know, I am doing this. Oh. I am doing this. I am doing this. I am doing this. Are you getting it? And it is only the he that is whom we are talking about that have the ability to what do this and do this and do this for example you come and ask OJB are you a man you are a man are you getting the point amen so in such cases, Jesus needed... He was willing to die on the cross instead of to deny that he is the king of the Jews. Because he would have defeated the whole reason why he is around. The whole destiny of a people depends on him accepting that honor. It's a painful place, but he has to stay there. Have you understood my balance? God bless you. I want to start from where you stopped. Hebrews chapter 1. If God will allow me, I will do two or three definitions. Are you blessed so far? Yes, sir. I think some of you should go back after service and listen to these things again. There are so many things you heard that you didn't hear. If you don't have data, come and meet me. I will give you data so that you will not be out of point. Just promise me that you will not use the data to do anything. It's only YouTube. No Facebook. If notification falling, don't check it. I will bind you with the oath of God. I know you will enter Facebook. So there is no need it's better to do YouTube night before your prayer or after your prayer or even during your prayer because there is fire that can be coming out you can use it and pray like yesterday's own my God you have not listened to it some of you need to listen to it two or three times there are things hanging in it. You know it's for you. It's there. You have not squeezed it out. 
This thing is not, you can't say I've listened to it before. Is he, is he about listening to it? Squeeze, squeeze, squeeze it out. Collect your own. Who is sitting here? Huh? Where is it now? Who is sitting here? Remove this bag. People are standing here. Benison. Let's promote you to the come and sit in the front seat. Who is sitting here? Uh-uh. Pastor Boy, come and sit in front of that. Stop bending. Stand where? Stand where? Stand where? Come and sit. So that I can be, my hand can be reaching you. This guy is an old timer. Hmm? In my fingers, there are a few that are older than him here. I don't even know who. Because Buddhas are escaped and left only me. Ugochku? Ugochku? Stand up. You left me now until they hammered you. But this one have stuck with me even before I started we started Revival Hub. He has been around. How I wish we have started Bed Pants before we went for that bed. I would have Bukalonyona. Seven buses. When we enter Umomak, it will be very this one that is loud is not even loud enough. Hmm? They will run away. When you look a lineup of men, 72 of them, 70 men, hefty, wed, and they enter Omomak. That, that your place is village. That's the real village. Let's read verse 1 together. 1, 2, ready, go. Let's read verse 2. 1, 2, ready, go. Let's analyze this a little. Hmm? And my brother, what's your name, sir? Huh? Christian, you can be seated. Let's analyze this scripture. Let's find out what he's saying. One of the ways to properly interpret scriptures is, and that's why I, will, I normally tell you people in, in morning sessions or anytime we get to discuss about the scriptures more that um, I hold the same opinion that David Pawson holds and one of his opinion is that he likes the Bible a lot and obviously so we know why now he says that chapters and verses did not do the Bible so much justice so this is my suggestion we were in my house one time I was telling Dennis Dennis you and who self when I told you people to look for a translation and, and, and uh, is he Ume? Monsonago? Uh-huh. The three of you. Okay, good. I was telling them that there must be a translation that 
doesn't have verses and chapters or at least the chapters and verses are are, are, are not conspicuous I mean you can be reading through they will just show you on, on the background that what they are but mostly the Bible is in is is in is in a, is is what we call books. Do you know what? Do you know why it's called letters? Just check the epistles. It looks like the letter you write to a girlfriend or to your uncle. Actually, that's what the Bible is, especially the epistles. Just take time and Second John chapter one. Are you seeing who this letter is written to? The elder. Unto who? And now it's a letter, like you are writing a letter to someone, and this is the specific person that we receive the letter. Now, many times Paul will say, When you receive my letter, read it in the open. Is it not true? When you receive my letters, what do you do? Read it in the open. But many times it is actually letters. Sometimes it's written to a group of people. Sometimes it's written to one person only. Are you following me now? Now, the reason why I said this is sometimes read the Bible as letter. Like someone who wrote a letter to you. Are you seeing it now? If someone writes a letter to you, you read one chapter and stop. Tomorrow you continue. How do you read the letter? How, you know, these days... Things have a text message, WhatsApp, and all that. How many of you were alive in the days of writing letters? Raise your hand. Raise your hand. Bring down your hand. How old are you? Raise your hand. If I, if you are one of us, I will tell you. Ruak, you are, you are one of us. You are another. Raise your hand. Raise. Uh, hey, Joshua is one of us. If you raise your hand, you are, you are not. Oh God, you are not that old. Bring down your hand. You are still a small boy. Is it not yesterday they gave birth to you? I know you are almost 30 now, but in my mind, you are small. In my mind. Hmm? Hmm? Imagine if this guy raised his hand. Some of you here didn't even know that there were days they used to write letters. That is not in book. It's literal thing that happened. If you want to tell your uncle something in Lagos, you write it, put stamp on it, and send it. I did. When my father died, I was going through his property. I saw a letter that his sister wrote to him in 1982 or 1986. One grace my father has is that if you give him pin, he will keep it for you 30 years. Hmm? It's not all is some sometimes it's the mother that can do that but mostly it's the fathers hmm? I think me too I can try <laughs> small if I keep my this thing like this if you do it like this that's the first thing I will see one day there is a, a, an hair cream I use uh, this hair cream I've used it for how many years use it for 10 years just one kind of hair cream only. I don't use. I don't like experiment. I don't like experimenting new things. When I found something that is authentic and works, should I tell you the name? Who told anybody that said this? It's an informant. 
Hmm? You are an insider that decided to expose me. Ten years, I used that hair cream. There is one I bought. I kept it. I was collecting it. My sisters were living with me. So I will collect. You know the way you collect hair cream? I'm, the way people will look at it and, and go and collect. I see it's normal. And even if you use your hand and cover it, I know. Hey. There is no way I will not know. What I will do is that if, my, if, if I'm, I'm not displeased, I will buy your own and give you. But I've noticed something too. When you buy for people, especially family. Family. When you buy for them and keep, they will still leave it and come to your own. I don't understand that mystery. What's the mystery behind that? Am I the only one it has happened to? Go and check. Your father, if he knows how to keep things well, he still has letter that your mother sent to him. Hey, what I'm saying is true. Your mother has letter that your father sent to her. You think things just happened there. Now they are acting as if they are old, that they have didn't do anything. Those people know more things than you. Oh, they are looking at you and doing as if they are innocent. They are not. That's why if they can't enjoy life. <laughs> Are you following me? I'm just trying to tell you things. This is your father. They, they have been there. So if they tell you, my son, calm down. Calm down. What? Calm down. They know what they are doing. They have seen the one that is good and the one that is sit down. That, that is bad. So they have the letters. The Bible is... A documentation of all such letters that is inspired by the Holy Ghost. Are you following me now? Now the whole reason why I'm saying this thing is sometimes for you to properly understand the message that a letter, every letter has one central message. Are you following me? Those days, if you want to write letter for employment, we will write it on the top now. How many of you wrote letter to look for a job now? You write it on top and say, letter for employment. Is it not true? Letter for this. Letter for admission. Letter for this. Those days, you don't just get admission. What it means, acceptance, you write letter. These days, everything is online. You write letter, print it, sign it. Is it not? I, I think I even did it in UNN. But they have phased it out, I think so. Those days. Are you following me now? You have to write the purpose of the letter you are writing in the beginning. Is it not true? That means every letter has a purpose. Ah, down to my point. Show me book of Hebrews. Hebrews chapter 1. So I'm trying to say, God who at sundry times and in diverse manners spake in time past unto the fathers by the prophets. So the consideration here is the instrumentality of God's utterances. Am I correct? Let's see verse 2 so that you just have to read verse 1 and 2 together. That's why I'm not so that you can at least pick up something. Hath 
in these last days so there is a designation that is captured within dispensations the possibility of entering into the mind of God is specifically specifically given to that there were days God spoke through the prophets and if you want to hear God you will have to find him within the prophets and those days he spoke through them to the fathers are you getting the point now but in the last days there is a change of instrumentality say after me instrument the instrument through which God spoke to the fathers were the prophets but in the last days God chose another instrument it's not as if he chose that was the original plan of God the, there is a reason why he chose to speak through the prophets and I will explain to you when the scripture said God spoke it is not just the fact that if we say God spoke through the prophets we are not saying Isaiah you know Isaiah is a prophet we are not just saying what was spoken in the book of Isaiah we are saying the language of the utterance of the spirit hmm? several prophets try to capture several dimensions of spiritual language are you getting what I'm saying now Elijah captured his own Moses captured his own Isaiah captured his own Ezekiel captured his own not one of them can make the one whole are you seeing it now so you can't stand before Elijah and hear all of God's counsel you can't stand before Jeremiah and hear all of God's counsel in the right language are you following me now so God said what do we do meanwhile all of them spoke for God representing a dimension and representing a spiritual language let me explain further what I mean you will notice that Jeremiah did a lot of whoa 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 is it not true that is consistent with the language of the spirit that God has handed out to him and the the challenges that the nation of Israel was facing as of that time demands him to speak some kind of things and in a particular way in fact he came and told Hananiah and those people that were speaking peace to the children of Israel when God is saying go to Babylon some of them said you can't go anywhere he told them that God told me to say something and you said that another thing will happen he now told him something he said you will die and he died now it means that Jeremiah did not choose to speak like that that was God trying to speak in such in fact the scripture said that Jeremiah came to a point and said that him he doesn't want to speak again is it not true but he said that his words were what like what shut up in my bones fire in my bones I hear people use fire in my bones these days they don't know the origin of it very few people has experienced the dealings of fire in my bones it means you are sent to say what you naturally would not have loved to say hmm? imagine God sending you and you met a woman that the husband died and God told you to go and tell the woman that you sinned me I, I will draw back oh. 
Are you following me now? I will draw back. So the guy said, I, I can't see, I can't. These are the people that are broken. Are, I need to tell them something that will lift their spirit. Are you following me now? We should be telling them something that will lift their spirit. Nigeria is too bad now. The, are you following? The corruption. The economy is so bad. We need to be doing worship and things that we make. We need to bring in comedy. We need to do things that at least make people to forget their trouble. But you know what Jeremiah said? He said, go and tell them that you are going to captivity. Jeremiah refused to say it. So the Bible said that his words were like fire shut up in my bones. If God did not call you like Jeremiah, don't do what he's doing. The same thing with Isaiah. The same thing with Nathan, the prophet, that God told, go and tell the king that is David that that child you are fasting for, that he will die. Meanwhile, the guy has asked for forgiveness and all those things. He still told him, can you go and tell the king that his child will die when the king is even fasting for the child to live? Can you do it? That's fire shut up in your bones. Now watch. Jeremiah presented his message with his language. Speaking for God. Isaiah did the same. Moses did the same. But all of them were speaking representing different dimensions using different languages there were a time Isaiah came and said comfort ye, comfort ye my people am I correct? I'm not sure Jeremiah ever comforted anybody in fact they call Jeremiah the prophet of doom the prophet of doom anytime he opens his mouth he's about to prophesy something bad there is another guy Micaiah the king asked him is there no time you have good news for us? For, and there are things like that. And when you want to preach or teach or you speak to the body, all the time you are warning them, trying to... Is there no time we can... Can't you come one day and say, I declare blessings. How can you be saying what God is not saying? You have lost your ministry. You did not send yourself. If somebody sent you, you speak for that person. Including Jesus, when he was here in the flesh, he said, the words I speak, they are not my own. The works I do, they are not my own. My father sent me. The father walketh up till now and I walk. That means his capacity to stay consistent in the ministry that God has handed out to him is dependent on him maintaining the linkage to heaven. The day he begins to say another thing, it means that he has disconnected himself. And guess what? There will still be words to say. And there will still be things to say. But heaven is not the one that inspired, inspired it. If you are with me so far, say amen. amen. God who has sundry times through Elijah. Came in the last days. So he didn't just speak. You know. When you say, show me verse 2. Show me verse 2 quickly. Had in this last day spoken to us by his son. When we say that God spoke by his son, we are not just saying that his son spoke. Because literally, Jesus did not say many things. Am I, am, are you following me? 
So it is not for you to search where Jesus spoke by himself. That's not where we're talking about. The scripture is trying to say that we now analyze the utterance of God from the lenses of the Son. So there is a message that the book of Hebrews is trying to pass across. The letter can be titled The Letter of Sonship. Are you seeing it now? Because God is presenting his son to us as the full representation of his utterances. Remember the brother said that if God wants to walk, he speaks. Are you getting it? It means that if the son is the utterance of God, it means that the son is also the compendium of the works of God. Is it a big thing for you now to understand that what God is trying to... No, no, I don't like this song. Find another one. Now, is it a big thing for you now to understand that what God is trying to present in the book of Hebrews is his son, since his son is his words and his son is his works. His son is his what? Words. And his son is his what? Works. So the title of this book of Hebrews is captured in verse 1 to 3. So when you read verse 1 to 3, you can find out the, where we are going. He said, God who spoke through the prophets, but they just represented dimensions and they were types and shadows, decided in the last days to gather his thoughts in his son. So when we want to view what is God that spoke through Elisha, this is what he means. God spoke through Elisha, but if we want to view what Elisha said, we use the lenses of the son. Eh? When we view it from the song, we will properly understand the meaning of what Elijah said. Are you following me? When Elijah said, if I be a man of God, let fire fall from heaven. You, you don't really understand what Elijah said. Until you now come, use Christ as a mirror and check that his utterances. It's meaning within God's mind. There is what God meant by representing that thing through Elijah. Its meaning cannot be found according to the book of Hebrews until we view it from the lenses of the Christ. So the only way that God actually decided, that's where he has decided, it's not as if he's, he, he revealed it in the last days, but that has always been his plan. That every single thing that will be said and done now will be said and done in the Son. So this is what God does. He gathers up things finishes it in the sun and ministers it into anyone or into any situation. That is why the principal revelation, the ultimate revelation and the ultimate labor is the revelation and labor of sonship. Are you seeing it now? God doesn't have any other plan. His words are gathered in the sun. His works are gathered in the sun. His power gathered in the sun. Let's, let's read more. Are you seeing it? By whom he what? Made all things. Is it not true? By whom he, he also made the world. So this son now, creation is gathered up in him. Let's see the next verse. Next verse quickly. Next verse. Who being the brightness of his glory. So the, glo the son, the glory of God is gathered where? Just imagine, we are trying to check the greatness of the Son, Christ. So you need to understand the ultimacy of the revelation of 
sonship. Because that is where God spoke. That is where God created. That is where the glory of God is revealed. Is there now? That is where the image of... How many things now? The first one, God's utterance. The second one, God's creation. The third one, God's glory. The fourth one, God's image. The fifth one, God's power. The sixth one, God's salvation. The last one, God's government. All of them are revealed where? In the song. So if all of these things are revealed in the song, that means that there is no other way except to learn the song. The project of learning the song is what we call sonship. The project of what? Learning Christ, the son of God, is what we call sonship. What's your name? I like the way you are nodding your head. I hope you understood. If you have followed me so far, say amen. Amen. The evangelist has not done much if he got people born again and left them there. You have not done much. In fact, in fact, listen, let me say something I wrote in my note so that it will help you and understand. Sonship means the spiritual full growth which carries with it the placing in responsibility to govern the world's both the one present and the one to come. Let me define it again. Sonship means the spiritual full growth which carries with it the placing in responsibility. That word placing, you know what it means now. I've explained it severally. The word placing is also what? You are correct. Adoption. Sonship means the spiritual full growth which carries with it the placing or adoption in responsibility to govern the world that is both present and is to come. Because of this, I will make a profound statement now and never forget it. After me, destinies and callings are calibrated. Write it, Kolawole. Destinies and callings are calibrated. What is calibration? Who studied sciences here? Chimobi, you studied sciences. Did you use text too? Even if you did not study sciences, how many of you, you went to secondary school? All of you. Have you used a ruler before? What is the job of a ruler? The right word is calibration is to calibrate. Hmm? If you ask me, I will say a ruler. Okay, you can say a ruler measures. But the most important thing is the calibration. What measures is calibration? Not, not exactly the ruler. Just imagine a ruler without something written. That, how many of you are with me? If you are with me, say amen. amen. Have you seen a ruler before? What actually measures? Is it not that line that they drew on the ruler? If you remove the line, can you measure anything? So, what actually measures is the calibration. It's just that the calibration is on the ruler. Are you following me now? Yes, 
the calibration is what? On the Lura. So, that's, what, that to, that's to show you my point. Say after me again, destinies and callings are calibrated. So, there are readings on destinies and callings. We can look at your destiny and see that you have not started. Hey, hey, are you with me? We can look at your calling and see that you just started. Why? How do we know that? That's what I want to reveal to you now. Hmm? So, if destinies and callings are calibrated, on what basis are they calibrated? Destinies and callings are calibrated on the basis of sonship. Destinies and callings are calibrated on the basis of what? Sonship. The reason is because what God is doing in and through your life is a representation of what Jesus handed out to you from himself. Are you seeing it? What we call, what you call your purpose is the purpose of God he gave to you. That means for us to fully achieve God's purpose, we will gather all our purpose together. Am I correct? <laughs> so if God gave you his purpose, gave you a purpose, it means that it is, first of all, his what? Purpose. That means he gave you something out of himself. Are you following me? What did he do? He gave you something out of himself. So if the son, if the works of God, the purposes of God, the powers of God, the greatness of God, the works of God, the works of God are gathered up in the son. Anything God wants to do, he has done it in the son. Are you following me? Anything he wants to do, he has done it where? In the son. Now, what of that thing he wants to do through you? He has actually done it in the sun. Are you following me now? What he does is to come to your destiny and calibrate the finished work in the sons into your own destiny. What you do when you live upon the face of the earth is to live out the calibrated finished work in the sun that was now factored into your destiny and purpose. So when you live out your purpose, God is not surprised because that same thing has been calibrated where? In the sun. So because the calibrations of destinies and ministries eh, are based on sonship, God can easily read your progress. Are you following me now? Somebody, now let me add one more thing. Are you following me now? What's the first statement I made? The second one? Let me add the third one. Sonship is also calibrated on the basis of the measure of Christ. Sonship is also calibrated on the basis of what? The measure of Christ. As I said yesterday, amen? The revelation of Christ Jesus is the beginning of God's labors. Now, after God has started his labors, progressive revelation of Christ Jesus is also the continuation of God's labors. Are you following me now? Let me tell you why. The why is the third point I made. I said destinies and ministries, callings are calibrated. I said the calibration is based on sonship. I said thirdly that sonship is also calibrated by the measure of what? Christ. So the revelation of Christ that you possess, you have possessed are you following me now? Is the measure that you have. Not the years you are born again. I keep saying it. Are you hearing me? 
I keep saying it. Satan knows who is who. Now, this is the problem. Satan knows. Of course, the most important thing. The most important thing is that God knows. The second important thing is that the powers of the universe know. Because the Bible said in the book of Ephesians that God wants to make known the, his ultimate wisdom to who? The principalities and what? Power. That means the principalities and powers have the ability to trace when the wisdom of God is once again made manifest. Jesus was met a demonized person one time. The demon looked at him and said, that's Christ, the son of God. He said, don't say that again. That is higher knowledge. Demons are not supposed to possess that kind of knowledge. This knowledge is for who? Sons. How did the demon know that Jesus is a son before you? Bro, what you know in the spirit, in the spirit is not knowledge. In the spirit is, is ability. Knowledge in the spirit, true knowledge, true knowledge in the spirit is not, is not an information. True knowledge in the spirit is an ability. Are you following me now? So, when demons know things that you don't know, that means they have ability that you, you don't want, you don't have. So, you as a son doesn't know that the calibration of powers in the spirit is based on the son. But demons know. They came and said, why do you want to torment us before time? That means these men know that the judgments of God are handed out to the son. But you don't know. Do you know? You don't know. So if demons know this, you will know by default that they will naturally be more powerful than you. Not because that is what it should be, but because you are bereft of the revelation that brings you to the point where you are in possession of ability, possession of power. Because the power is not in you it's in christ when you possess a revelation of christ you have the same power that is where in christ so when god wants to work for you hmm, he will give you he will start he will give you one revelation one and then he will start and progressively you begin to work with him are you following me now god met abraham and asked told him walk here before me and be a perfect uh, that means there must there is a revelation that abraham need to possess if he will have the ability to execute the line of spiritual purpose that god has given to him then he has to start from this are you following me now are you following me are you following me if you are with me say amen God can look at you and say, my daughter, I have loved you. As he's saying he loved you, you'll be passing through all kinds of unlovable situations. <laughs> Why? He wants you to possess a revelation, not a change of circumstance first. Because his works is not based on your feeling. It's not based on circumstance. It is based on a revelation of Jesus Christ. Are you following me now? Uh-huh circumstance can change chica you can be happy today and not happy tomorrow you can have money today and not have tomorrow i ask you now you say sometimes you are in nigeria you are in abroad such is life but there are things that is constant when you traveled out of nigeria you jumped up did you come down you came down now that means there is a law there is a law that is operational that is doesn't respect where you are People that is following me from US, 
jump up, jump up with him. I believe they will come down. I believe. Why? There is something that is at work that is irrespective of location, circumstance. If you are happy, if you jump up, will you come down? If you are sad, if you jump up, will you come down? What will happen and then you will jump up, you will not come. Nothing, nothing. Once you jump up, you come down. Are you following me now? That means there is something that is, there is a law that is superior to your circumstance. That's how God calls you. He hands you out a revelation that no one can change. Nobody can take it from you. Nobody. He will give you. He will give you. Huh? When things come and shake you, when men, when all kinds of, when things are good, when things are bad, things shake you, you will say, you, you, you are not getting, you say, God told me. <laughs> I want to show you a scripture. Because some of you think that Abraham just started following God. He had a revelation. That became, show me Acts, Acts chapter 7 verse 1. That is how the fathers began to follow God. They, had, they encountered some things that were bigger than circumstances. Their troubles. Somehow there were things in their life that God held constant. The constancy that God held in your life. If there is something that didn't change irrespective of what happened to you that thing was founded upon a revelation you should find and make sure that every aspect of your life is built the same way that thing is built because god builds only on rocks he also builds only by rocks and rocks in the spirit are revelations are you getting it now god wants to build in a generation he looks somewhere in christ and searches out as i said a ground, a revelation that have the ability to conquer witchcraft in your family. Show me where he said God appeared to our father at Mesopotamia. Verse 2. Huh? Show me verse 2. And he said, men and brethren, men, brethren, and fathers, hearken, say after me, the God of glory. I will never forget this word. When I was doing youth service, the only time that they allowed me to preach during youth service, did you listen to it? Hey, you have been old. Though. That message is too old. The only message they allowed me to preach, those days, they, they will be telling them, allow me to preach, but they didn't allow me because they don't want me to shine. I know it has happened to some of you. It's normal. Don't be angry. Hmm? But they allowed me once. The ones they allowed me to preach, the name of the message is the God of glory. That's why I can't forget this. He said, the God of glory appeared unto who? Our father. Don't rate Abraham too much. He's God you need to rate. If God did not appear to Abraham, he's just a normal guy. He is a patriarch because he had an encounter with the God. Of what? Lord. A man cannot come and carry his son and say kill him. There is something he saw that is bigger than that son. Someone searched for a son till he is 99 years old. God gave him and asked him to give him back. He gave him. He saw something. Show me! Show me so that I can't give up. Show me so that I can't stop. Show me. 
show me. Even if I marry, I can't stop. If I have money, I can't stop. What if I travel abroad? What? What? I can't stop. It is only a revelation that can make a man stay in the U.S. and keep pursuing God. Whereas there are other things that you can do that is not consistent with the will of God, but something bound you to the altar. What can make a man? Because I've heard many people they based on their ignorance. When God spoke to Job, he said, "Who is this one that darkness cancel with her knowledge?" People said that the reason why we pray the way we pray in Africa is because things, the economy and the government is bad. <laughs> so when a man goes to US and still finds God on his altar, he's still doing two, three hours. It means that he has a revelation that is superior to the state of the economy. Is it not true? Who did you see? Who did you encounter? For Abraham, the testimony about Abraham is that the God of glory, what? Appeared. You are going to cry in these 15 days. You will say, show me your glory. Show me your face. The time I leave. That is the beginning of the works that God will do in your life. Just like God appeared to Abraham. Chica, guess what he did? In the days of Moses, what did he do? He appeared to Moses again. Same man in the days of Jacob, he appeared again and told him, I am the God of Abraham. Where is the God of our fathers? We need an appearance from heaven. The God of glory needs to show us his face again. There are things we cannot attempt until God shows us his face. One more minute, pray. I met an elderly intercessor. She said that there is nothing that can take her away from Jesus. She said she knew the one she encountered. Who did you encounter? If you encountered a God that can only give you job, what of when you lose your job? There is insufficiency in revelation and your capacity to stay true is already in balance. You need a face-to-face -face encounter with Jesus again. What if your prayer points are not answered? That means your anchor is not deep enough. You need to go deeper. You need to ask him, show me! There is something Abraham saw. Joshua, what did you see? What did you see that have the ability to sustain you? It is not anointing that sustains calling. It is the revelation of Christ Jesus. Oh Jesus. Let us see your face and leave before you. Let us see your face and leave. We love this place. My love is you. I love you.
few more seconds.